Welcome to Punches and Punchlines, where we break down the best in boxing with a sense of humor. And now, your hosts, Fritz and Franco. Welcome back, everybody, to this episode of Punches and Punchlines. We definitely appreciate you subscribing. We thank you for listening. There was a, a few cards going on this weekend, Franco. We had one over in Lake Tahoe. We had one in Monte Carlo. We had one in Costa Rica. So yep. I know that we both saw the one in Lake Tahoe mm-hmm. that looked uh, looked pretty cool. I will say, that I don't know if you saw any of Monte Carlo, but it looked badass. Like it was <laughs> such a small venue. I think they said 300 something people were in there to watch the fights. Really? So it was packed. It looked really, really cool. You remember like what we used to see at the old church house uh, shows? Yeah, yeah. We haven't seen one in a little while. And it was, if that had, if this place in Monte Carlo had an upper deck, that's kind of what it would look like. It was just that really intimate vibe that looks so cool. Yeah, I love um, that. And then you saw some action over in Costa Rica. Yeah, we had uh, you know, Costa Valle and Annabelle Ortiz. So that one uh, did not look as cool. It looked like it was in Costa Rica. And that's not a knock on Costa Rica. But, you know, some of the shows, it just it looks like, oh, this is their one venue at this place. It, it didn't look terrible. It was I mean, it, we've definitely seen worse production on shows. So it, it wasn't awful. But the, the fight wasn't great. But we'll, we'll get into that when we get into playing boxing. Sounds great. Well, they tell us all the time, Franco, that you can't play boxing. We prove them wrong every episode with our segment called Playing Boxing. No deep dives for you this week, Punch Maniac, because it was just kind of action all over the place. Uh, F.A. Ajagba versus Joseph Goodall was kind of the big main event on top rank. Cordina versus Vasquez was the main event over there in Monte Carlo. And you just mentioned the uh, Costa Rican main event was... Uh, Yo Costa Valle and Annabelle Ortiz. All right, was Adam Blue Nose Lopez on that card? Oh, you know, I, know I he, don't. I know he, he fought was. this weekend, but I just don't know what card. So I didn't see it because uh, he bored a, he bored me to death the last couple times we watched him fight. Uh, <laughs> but it looked like he came out on top this uh, this past time. So, uh, but let's get into what I did see. Top Rank put on a nice little card in Lake Tahoe, headlined by Efe Jagba. But I'm going to start right at the beginning with our guy. Vasquez from Milwaukee, always representing the 414. Javier Martinez, not Vasquez. I yeah, I was, I was confused. I'm like, wait, do we have a different guy? <laughs> yeah, no, Javier Martinez just totally floored Isaiah Wise. It was like a jaw-dropping, you know, for the viewer. It definitely, uh, Wise had his jaw dropped to the floor too. But yeah. uh, what a great way to kind of kick that card off. Yeah, I thought Javier Martinez looked really good, except so there was two knockdowns, right? And both of them spectacular knockdowns like they were dirty. They were heavy handed. You saw uh, Wise's head snap. It was great. But then after the second knockdown, I don't, I don't know what Martinez was trying to do, but he kept grabbing dude in like headlocks and kind of like getting too close to where he couldn't land his punches. So luckily, thank God, he adjusted after a few seconds. And then he finished it off with that third monster knockdown. It was beautiful. I thought he looked really good. I, I'm glad that he adjusted because I was starting to get kind of worried. We see a lot of these dudes that go crazy. You know, they're they're rocking the hell out of somebody and they get like too excited and they, right. they almost like smother their own punches because they're charging in. It's like easy, right. easy. 
you know, you can murder this guy slowly. You don't have to overdo it. So he did adjust and it was a beautiful finish. Yeah. For anybody who didn't see it, I definitely recommend it was, it was over in the first round. So you won't have to spend much time on this one, Yeah, but he lands one right on the temple, a right on the temple, a right, right to the temple. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then that knocks him down the first time. And then wise wasn't, he wasn't correct no. when he started coming forward after that first knockdown. Uh, it was not a wise decision. I I felt like I had to make that pun there because uh, then he got then he got knocked down just by a jab, like a jab or like a straight right hand went through and uh, knocked him down. But then the the finishing blow was a like a beautiful right hook lands, and then he comes over with a, a with just a beautiful straight left that ended the night. It was like the ref was like I've seen enough of this. Yeah. You know we got we got thirty seconds left in the first round. I'm going to say you're good. That was a fun one. Now, did you see Brandon Moore against Robert Sims? I did. And Ugh. you know what? I was kind of watching this, and I hope you didn't have to sit through any of the other shit that I watched because it was kind of a snooze fest before it got to Moore versus Sims. And Moore versus Sims wasn't even that wonderful. No. But there was a good knockdown. I thought at one point Sims thought that they were going to take like a, a meal break, you know, like he was like, <laughs> what do you mean? I got to go back out there right away. I thought, I thought we were breaking for lunch. Yeah. Uh, for anybody who didn't see it, Sims is a big boy. Every heavyweight is a big boy, but this guy uh... <laughs> had the, uh, you know, the Kamala tummy going on Yeah. <laughs> uh, for anybody who remembers late eighties, WWF, uh, before they were WWE. Yeah. That was the main event I saw live, Franco, was uh, Hulk Hogan versus Kamala. So that's what was stuck in my head. I, I do love me some Kamala. And if anything, this was worse. Like his build was <laughs> somehow worse than Kamala. His man boobs were flopping all over the place, so much so that I was blushing, Fritz. I was like, you know, they have to allow dudes to wear like some kind of sports bra or a little tankini or something, but he needed to put those things under control because they yeah. were jumping everywhere. It was too much. Yeah, they were kept talking about his, he has five kids. I'm like, well, I hope he's not lactating because he definitely <laughs> has breasts because these are gigando. But yeah, that was Moore's first fight with top rank. As a, a young heavyweight, I, I think that there is some promise there. So mm-hmm. I'd like to see him, uh, you know, who they got lined up for him next. Uh, feed him to Guido Vianello. Yeah. yeah. Let, let's see that happen. Wait, wait. I got a great Fritz joke here. Okay. I'm looking forward to seeing more of more, but I'm going <laughs> to need more from more. Because I thought, like, he should have been able to just massacre Sims. And he didn't. He was struggling. His footwork didn't look great. He looked awkward. He was flat-footed. So I I do need to see more from more. But you know, there's still there's time. He's 29, so there's not a ton of time. Oh yeah, he's not that young then. But, but, but yeah, we're getting he's, there. He's new to the game. He definitely, yeah. like you said, he's got some stuff that he's got to work on in his game if he wants to keep priming up the ladder. Did you see uh Rebelar versus Rosario? Oh, that one I did not. Okay, well, you didn't miss much, but this is kind of the the state of boxing where I have to compliment the refs for not screwing over the B-side. Rosario was the top-ranked fighter and the A-side. You know, he got announced second and all that. He was just not doing enough, and all three judges had it 78-74 for Rebelar. So Mm -hmm. congrats for not screwing it, guy. Um, cause that's what I thought exa- was exactly what was going to happen. But then after that was Henry LeBron versus William Foster, the third LeBron wins that by majority decision. 
It was kind of, if you watch the first round of that one, you can fast forward till round six, because that's when Foster started to have some success. Now, six, seven, eight was probably Foster, but then nine and 10 was uh, was Henry LeBron. So they got that one right as well. Morataya versus Torres. Did you watch that? I did not. Ooh, you, it, it was a good one. It was good if you're a Morataya fan, all right? And okay. I am, because it was one-sided beatdown against Torres. Torres was tough and had a chin, but he gets knocked down in the eighth with just this four-punch combo that just floored him. And it was Celestino Ruiz that was the ref. I thought it was ended a little soon. You know, mm-hmm. he got up by seven or eight. You know, he did the walk this way, walk this way. And then just waved it off. So I don't know what he saw in his eyes. I've said a thousand times I'd rather see it waved off a second early than a second late. But this looked like it it could have kept going. But it was also eight rounds of Morataya beating the shit out of Torres. So maybe he just didn't want to see any more of that. You know, him. So Celestino Ruiz is the one that kind of looks like Pitbull and Mini Me had a baby. Yes. Uh, him and then Weeks, the one that looks like Spuds McKenzie, the, the two of them have been, I don't want to, I'm kind of with you where I don't want to say they're stopping these fights too soon, but that's been happening a lot where I'm kind of on the fence about when they stop fights more often than not lately, but it almost feels like it's from somebody higher up. Like somebody told them, Hey, you know, be careful because blah, blah, blah. We want you looking for these things where somebody, you know, like me, just a boxing fan and I'm watching and I just want blood, you know, I'm like, uh, it's like we're at the Colosseum in ancient Rome or something. Right. We just want to see people get massacred. But at the same time, you know, I do have a heart. I don't want to see these guys get permanently hurt. And so, yeah, I wonder if they've been told something from the higher ups, because I'm kind of getting that vibe a lot, especially this past year. Those guys in particular, the guys that we see all the time, Tony Weeks, Celestino Ruiz, even what's his name? Robert Hoyle. I feel like all of them, like that whole team has kind of been like not looking to stop a fight, but kind of looking out for these guys' best interest, which I'm fine with for the most part. Yeah. And then the main event on that card was F.A. Ajagba versus Joseph Goodall. From round one, it was pretty much just Ajagba. He was throwing, his jab was working fantastic in that first round. I love Tim Bradley. I do. He was making me laugh a lot throughout this card. (laughs) Yeah. But when he's like, oh... He's got a jab like Larry Holmes. I'm like, well, let's let's pump the brakes on that. <laughs> and then he's like, a jog was the real deal. I, I don't know that he is. Um, but I'd like to see him keep stepping up in competition. Joseph Goodall, I don't think, was that step up in competition. Take on somebody in-house even. Take on Jared Anderson. Take on Guido Vianello. Take on somebody. Yeah. I I didn't love it. Isn't Derek Chisora due for uh, a fight? again soon you know what i mean like i'm sure he needs another paycheck at least that's a legit heavyweight let's see that fight happen i heard before the fight that ajagba had been calling out jalei zhang and i'm like Ooh. well i hope there's a different jalei zhang because <laughs> you're not gonna beat the boxer like maybe maybe there's a different one that i don't know maybe he's a, a chiropractor or something like that <laughs> maybe you take on that jalei zhang uh he could win but to back to this one, 
yeah, round one, it was the jab. Round two, Goodall was getting some shots in, but just not enough to win. That was probably his best round. Because uh, yeah. in round three, Ajagba was throwing an uppercut and it couldn't miss. It was like mm-hmm. it was like the old double dribble. You're on fire. You know, you <laughs> <laughs> could just throw the uppercut and you knew it was going to land. And then uh, the ref stops it in the fourth round with two minutes left. Goodall just never fell, but he wasn't protecting himself anymore. And no. I got it. I was like, all right. If if you don't even got the energy to protect yourself, you're certainly not going to throw any punches back. So it's time to call this one. Yeah, and he did not look good. Even though he didn't hit the mat, his feet, his legs were just spaghetti noodles, cooked spaghetti mm-hmm. noodles. He did not look good. Now, I thought it was interesting. There were a lot of boos coming from the crowd in the early rounds. And I think that they might have just been for a Jogba wasn't doing a lot. Like he was waiting and waiting and being super patient. And even Bradley was like crapping on him in the first rounds. And then once a Jogba kind of opened up the throttle and then Bradley was all over his jock, like, oh, this is so great. And yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that a Jogba did open it up because he looked good once he did. It's just him being patient. And again, it's it's kind of like some of the guys in the undercard where you can see little flaws where when you think about the top tier guys, I don't I don't know that he can hang with them. Maybe he could. Maybe he has a really good camp and and can pull one over on someone, but I don't see him as a world beater yet. You know, hopefully that changes. That could totally change. But from this fight, I don't know. Now, they did say Joe Goodall beat F.A. Ajagba, I think, when they were amateurs in some Commonwealth tournament thing or something. So that's why Ajagba wanted to fight Joe Goodall. Parcheesi, I think. Yeah. uh... (laughs) Well, and it was it was like a split decision when Ajagba lost to Goodall, but I'm wondering, were they 12 when they had this fight? Right. They look like two totally different levels on this night. Yeah. Ajagba looks good. He, he was in great shape, so yeah. I'm, I'm totally okay with him. It's just, I don't see him beating those top, top guys, but if he wants to fight uh, Zhang, I'll watch it. You know, that's uh Zhang has been on fire lately. If it was, yeah, right. If it was Jalei Zhang from like a year or two ago, he might stand a chance, but where Zhang is right now, that dude is clicking on all cinder cylinders. I don't know and that Jogba can take him. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know if if he fought, you know, Joe Joyce or Daniel Dubois, I'd probably still have my money on Joyce or Dubois. Like I don't, I see him as like a tier three heavyweight until yeah. he proves me wrong. He lost to Frank Sanchez, you know. And yeah. Frank Sanchez can beat you by boring the shit out of you. A lot of people will put you to sleep with a knockout punch. Frank Sanchez just does it by putting you to sleep. Yeah. So you lost to that dude. And I've kind of seen that the shine is off of the star for that FA Ajagba was going to be, but who knows? The top rank still invested. They still got him around. So we'll see him more. Uh, I just like to see him fight better competition. Now there was one more fight on that card. Did you see Lindo? I mean, there was other fights, but did you see uh, Lindolfo Delgado against Luis Hernandez Ramos? I did. That was so awesome. And for anybody that missed it. Uh, oh, yeah. This is the one I said, you have to watch this. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was so great. Delgado was landing like good, hard, clean shots for the first three rounds. And Hernandez was just absorbing them like they were nothing. And then the fourth round happened. There is a left uppercut in the middle of that round where I felt bad watching it. Like it was like watching a beheading video on like old early internet where you're like, oh, I'm going to keep watching this, but I feel guilty. That uppercut was so nasty. And then Hernandez 
stayed on his feet. If he right. would have taken a knee, probably wouldn't have been okay. Instead, he's out on his feet, eats three more punches, finally goes down, and then thank God that it got stopped when he hit At the At least three more punches. There might there might have been more. That uppercut was so right on the button. Yeah. You know, it was just incredible. So I definitely recommend anybody to check out that highlight. Delgado versus Hernandez. The KO4 was just wonderful. But the rest of that card, I don't know that you need to check out too much on it. No. Uh, I would say our guy, Javier uh, Martinez versus Isaiah Wise. Watch that first round knockout. Delgado versus Hernandez. Watch that knockout. You could just skip a Jogba versus Goodall because it wasn't good at all. See what I did there, Franco? Uh, nice. <laughs> Man, we are on fire. <laughs> yeah. I got I got my pun guns. That's the sun. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, Dazone uh Monte Carlo was fun. I just kind of watched the highlights of it. Cordina defended his title by majority decision. It was a close fight, 114-114 and uh two one sixteen one twelves. What was better on that one? And I'll say this like I was watching the whole Cordina versus Vasquez, and then I was kind of running out of time. But it was good action throughout, so I might check out the whole thing, even though I know the outcome, because it was like a good pace throughout. So that's the one thing that I will say. Good job to Cordina for defending his title. On that card, though, this is what you're going to, this could be your homework, Franco, because I don't, I know you don't, didn't see it. Nanchinga gets KO'd by Curiel. It, it was a Mexican fighter. C U R I E L. Is that uh, my pronouncing it right? Yeah, Curiel. An incredible overhand right that just knocks this guy under the bottom rope. He looked like he was taking the most peaceful nap ever. Oh, no. Like, like just, you know, not a care in the world, just out, 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 out. And then two seconds goes by and he, you see his eyes open up. And he's like, oh, shit, I'm I'm uh, in Monte Carlo. Look at me. <laughs> and the, the ref was already standing over the top of him like, well, take a nap. You looked you looked like you were enjoying your nap. Why don't you go back to it? Because I'm not letting you fight anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, the card that I saw instead of that one, also a DAZN card. It was in Costa Rica, the headline fight. It was Annabelle Ortiz against Yacosta Valle. And uh, it ended up going to a uh, unanimous decision. And uh, it was okay. It was 99-92, 99-91, 100-90, all of them in favor of Yacosta Valle. But it wasn't the greatest fight it was very sloppy a lot of ortiz kind of grabbing and i just i wasn't impressed and i think part of it is that the big women's fighters the ones that usually headline fights or are at least really high up in the card and they catch our attention they've been putting out such good fights that to see anything less it kind of feels like we're taking a step back to a certain extent like vibe didn't look terrible but she also didn't look controlled it was like really sloppy boxing it's almost like watching like your cousin being like look i'm into <laughs> boxing now and then they're like yeah. bouncing around the ring and you're like oh yeah that's good for being my cousin like not right. for for anything else so yeah i i thought it was okay i'll definitely be keeping an eye open for yakosta vibe but it, it wasn't anything amazing. It wasn't a, a world-changing anything. So, yeah, I totally would skip that one. There wasn't anything on the undercard that I that I heard about. I also didn't check it out. There's a lot of women fights on the card. A couple others with uh, dudes. But, yeah, I just jumped in just for the for the main event. Yacosta Valle, I think, could have a better fight against a better opponent. She's got the speed. Uh, she had hard punches. It's just... 
it, it wasn't anything great. It just looked very sloppy. And I mean, we've seen other great fighters that have sloppy fights like this, but it doesn't make me a fan of it. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, totally, totally fine for skipping that one. Yeah, speaking of skipping, we, I don't know that we need to do an episode next weekend. We got a fight November 7th with Jamal Herring ending his three-week retirement. I think <laughs> uh, that's about as long as he was retired over on zone. And then uh, November 11th, this Saturday, there's a card in Newcastle, England. Mackenzie versus Davis is the headliner there. You know, I'll take it all in, but I think we can lump lump that all together with the following weekend, November 16th, Shakur Stevenson, Edwin De Los Santos, Emmanuel Navarrete versus Robson Cansecao. There's some <laughs> there's some fun fights on that. So we'll put those kind of two weekends together. Diego Pacheco is on the 18th, so that's yeah. the following weekend. Or no, that's no, same weekend. Sunday. Yeah, same weekend on a Sunday, right? Or Saturday, Saturday. That one's on Saturday. Shakur Stevenson's on a Thursday for some reason. Is it really? Yeah. All right. Yeah, they're getting wild in Vegas for it's Thursday yeah. nights, you know. It's like like a college town. They're just like we're going to start drinking early. Right. Thursday with the biggest fight of the weekend. Uh and then there's also Isaac Dogbe is fighting on Saturday as well in Manchester. Right. And but then, I don't know if we can see that one. And then November 25th, Benavides versus Andrade. So uh, Katie Taylor. Uh, is she on that weekend too? On the 25th. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Chantel Cameron, Katie Taylor, Gary Cully, Reese Mould, Patty Donovan. Uh, yeah. We'll be able to put Stevenson and the stuff coming up from this upcoming weekend to the following week. If you're really missing us that bad, go through the, go through the catalog. You know, all the, all the episodes <laughs> are still up and they're still free. Log in and tell us what some of your favorites were. Uh, log on and give us a review. If you're listening on Apple, uh, I just checked Franco. We haven't had a written review on Apple in two years, so oh, no. <laughs> I want to I want to thank that gentleman for making the review, and uh, anybody that will write us a review, I'll read it out on our next episode. I learned that trick from our buddy Jim Flanagan. He uh, used to do that on his wonderful podcast, so I'm happy to do it, you know, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so not a ton of boxing this coming up weekend, but we'll sandwich it all together. We'll give you two weeks of action all in one episode. And still for the low, low price of $0, Franco. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I do like going back and listening to some of the old episodes, even from like a podcasting point of view, just to listen, like how different things sounded or how the editing might have been different. It's kind of neat to just jump back, but also to hear some of the dumb shit that we said. Like, <laughs> some of the people that we shit on ended up becoming some of our favorite fighters. And then some of the people that we were just gushing over. We hate them now. So to yeah. like hear how much we've changed our opinions on things, it's kind of fun like to go back and just, just take a little dive into it. And if anybody listens on Pandora besides me, uh, click the little thumbs up. Ours is a little bit different. It is kind of weird how different every platform is. Whatever platform you listen on, whatever the thing is, you know, clicking five stars or leaving a review or clicking a thumbs up or giving us five turkeys. I don't know what you listen on, but uh, yeah, whatever it is. Go on ahead and uh, click on that because it, it it's nice to get feedback. But also, uh, if you're an asshole that's going to put one or a thumbs down, uh, I hope bad luck. Bad luck on you and your family this Thanksgiving yeah, uh, and go. for the entire holiday season. Yeah, go pound sand. I hope you choke on the fucking wishbone. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You don't got anything else, Frank. I'm throwing in the towel. Thank you for listening to Punches and Punchlines. 
Make sure to like, subscribe, and follow. And we'll see you next week when we break down the best in boxing with a sense of humor.